Hey guys, welcome to Selfie. We are continuing our Enneagram series. Today we're talking about Enneagram 7. I got Mickey Scott Bay Jones, an Enneagram expert, back to help us make a little more sense of the sevens in our lives. Then we're going to revisit a conversation we had with Enneagram 7 Ryan Walton. Ryan is an author at daringtodad.com. He's also a coach who works with men to help reshape narratives that are holding them back. I'm excited for you guys to hear from Ryan and learn more about Enneagram 7s. <laughs> These are our fun folks. <laughs> what are some of the hallmarks of Enneagram 7? Yeah. Enneagram so sevens, and I actually have a, um, we'll get to this because most people do think of sevens as fun. Yes. Um, but there's a, there's a particular way sevens can show up mm-hmm. that I think we sometimes don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, so if I don't get to that, remind me of it. Um, so, you know, this is our enthusiast, adventurer, dreamer, mm-hmm. um, and this type structure, the type seven is motivated to be stimulated by or seek pleasure. Yes. Um, and, and really, uh, it's almost more accurate to say to avoid pain. I mean, all of, uh, most of us want to avoid pain, but mm-hmm. they, that's really what it's they're trying to do. It's a real primary motivator. That's yeah. right. And the focus of attention is on imagining multiple options, positive future possibilities. Um, and they really put their attention on what will allow them to escape limitation mm-hmm. um, and really focus on the interconnection and interrelated nature of information or people or ideas. It's like, um, it's like Neo in the matrix. Like they can see all of these pieces of information at once Um, and they want it all and they want to connect it all. And they are, again, I think we talked a little bit about like self-referencing. They're a self-referencing type, Mm -hmm. um, meaning that they're most likely to consult their inner knowing um, or their personal desires and really making decisions based on what feels good to them. Mm Yeah. 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 So it, you know, I think this can feel hard for a lot of types. I love sevens. Um, I also have a line of energy to seven. Mm -hmm. I also know that I have challenges in working with sevens Yeah, because they can see everything at once and they like the interconnection of ideas and they want all the possibilities. I often find sequencing is not really the strong suit, right? Yeah. Because they can, they're good at ideation, right? Yes. So if you want somebody to help you come up with all the possibilities for a project, get you some sevens in the room yes. because they will populate yes. all the ideas. If you're in the brainstorming, woo, yes, they are your brainstorming champions. But when it comes to like, now this is the, uh-huh. how you put everything in order, or even how you finish a product, a project well, not, not necessarily going to be where they shine. Yeah. And, and they can sometimes move on from a project Yes, because they want, they're so right. And they're sad about like, it's anticlimactic for it to end. Yeah. So they need to go to the next thing that's exciting because it's beginning. Right. 
So well, I was married you know, to an Enneagram seven for 20 years. <laughs> okay. So, and what's yeah. funny is, you know, in many of the ways that you find yourself attracted to fours as an Enneagram three, I find sevens very attractive because yes. I have a hard time. I never give myself permission to just seek pleasure. And yeah. the ideating is so fun for me because then as a doer, someone ideates and then I will implement Yeah, and jump to yeah. implementation. But I can, it, it's funny, I can remember maybe year two, three of my, of my marriage, I had to say to my then husband, like, I can handle one idea a day, <laughs> one a day. And then yeah. it needs to stop because I, yeah. every single day, every single hour think, oh, I guess now we're going to open a bar. Wait, now we're moving to France. Wait, now we're, you know, and, and yeah. I don't ideate, I implement. And so it was That's stressing right. me out. Like, I can't right. handle this. Yeah. Because if you say you want to move to France, you, you've are, we're moving to France. Like, I've already looked at real right. estate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so like sevens though, are moving at the speed of light in yeah. their head. Yes. They are head types, even though we talk about them as like these fun people, yeah. people would think, oh, that must mean they're a body type. No, their wisdom is really based in their head because mm -hmm. they are always thinking of all these yeah. things. Again, another type that has a very rich inner world mm -hmm. and active imaginations, mm -hmm. you know, they can come up with multiple ideas and plans. Um, you know, they have lots of access to pleasurable sensations, pleasurable thoughts. Um, and really that's because they're using that to stay away from anything negative or mm -hmm. sad Yeah. Or, or really it's not even the, it's not even sad. It's limiting, right? Yeah. Things that limit or, um, cause suffering, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's going to be a problem because, um, I think, I think my father is a seven. Mm -hmm. And so once, anytime anything comes in that feels kind of uh, like it's going to cause more suffering when the world is already full of suffering. Mm -hmm. um, that is, it's going to trigger a need to do a lot of other things to get rid of that. Yeah. Um, and then it's, but what it can create is that the avoidance of suffering can then become more painful than actually the suffering would have been if you had just. Yeah you right. know, dealt with it. Right. Because we know, you know, the only way to work through your feelings is to work through your feelings. Yeah. So yeah. when you are, when you are oriented to ignore painful feelings, experiences, yeah. you, that can build up into procrastination, into avoidance and into disconnection from people who you feel right. like might be bringing you down. Yeah. 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 And they, you know, th they are often experienced as like playful, mm -hmm. um, enjoyable, scattered, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they're because they're all over the place. Um, yeah. But that adventurous. So they're very charming and disarming. Like people are yes. drawn to them. Oh, yeah. And what I was going to say about this, like other way seven show up is, mm -hmm. yes, sometimes it's all about having a good time and being playful and energetic and all of that. It can also show up because it's about avoiding that suffering or mm -hmm. Um, it can show up as like overwork. Yes. Right. Because it's anything that will, that will take the focus off of the pain and yeah. suffering of the current moment. Yeah. So if I can be thinking about all the ways I would solve income inequality in South Africa, mm -hmm. I can just totally avoid the fact yes. that I haven't paid my own bills this month. Right. Yes. Like yes. <clears throat> it just becomes a fantasy, a way of like, yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. Right. 
So, um, but sevens, you know, are up for the challenge. They're up mm-hmm. for spontaneity. You know, they, uh, you know, I can't tell you how many sevens I've heard tell stories of like packing for an international trip an hour before they're supposed yeah. to be at the airport. Right. it's like yeah they can handle they are living in the moment they can handle that kind of yeah last minute because yes and because they're energizing for them right right. and because they understand there will be options like they or they expect there will be options so if i don't pack everything there will be some sort of store where i can buy some kind of t-shirt like (laughs) so if they're wearing like a Budweiser t-shirt for three weeks. They're like, "Ah, that was a fun story. Right. So it's, but because they like opportunities and possibilities are um, enlivening for them. They are, um, you know, they're not as scary for some people like options, Mm -hmm. too many, you know, possibilities are frightening, right? It's too much unknown and it's too much, pulling in, like actually deciding on something and committing to something. And I do not want to say that sevens can't make commitments because Mm -hmm. they can obviously, but commitments can feel like death, like confinement to a seven. And so it's, you know, committing to something can feel really difficult for them. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about a spectrum of behavior, but I think, you know, sevens, when they are unhealthy, my experience is they will not commit to like, they, they won't answer a question. It can be like a pathological mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. refusal to even answer. Can you do this on this day? I'm not going to answer. Yeah. 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 And where people can get really frustrated with sevens is like, they will try and keep their options open. So yeah. like, you know, <clears throat> if I think being clear about what commitments mean, like yeah. if you make plans as a group, are you expecting them to show up? Are you hoping they show up? Yeah. Because it can mean different things to them, yes. you know, if, and, and establishing that I think yeah. can be a really helpful thing. Yeah. What does balance look like for the Enneagram seven? Hmm. You know, I think, um, balance for a seven is really, um, is, is understanding or, or getting in touch with, um, the, is of their impact. See, and this is going to sound difficult. Um, the the, kind of the higher mind for sevens is sobriety. And that doesn't mean not drinking or doing drugs. Right. Um, Sobriety is about kind of uh, being with what is and, Mm -hmm. and not trying to numb out um, the things that, that you want to numb. And sometimes we numb things that people would think are good. Right. So, you know, it's really that, um, being present to your life, Mm -hmm. um, all of it, the hard and the good. And so like, uh, for sevens that like that balance, that self-care, that, that connection to reality is this, um, 
you know, this commitment to sobriety in a way that's like, I can live my life the way it is now without needing to um, keep every option open or be completely not just seeking more and more and more and being kind of sober minded in the moment. And that doesn't even mean being serious, but like being plugged in Uh to what's happening. Yeah. Um, And so that I think is the balancing work because you can have all the pleasure still. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can make room for what's, you know, the, the places that hurt. Yeah. Um, the places that are unsolvable, even with all of your ideas, the places that still uh, elude you, that still provide pain and suffering and sadness. Mm-hmm. How do I, you know, somehow hold it when all of my ideas won't? bring me the thing that I want. Yeah. How do we best love our Enneagram seven friends? (laughs) Oh, um, you know, I think that, um, you know, at the core sevens really, you know, they, they do hold that wisdom that we can experience a full spectrum of life and feelings right here. Um, that we can, that we can be alive to the possibilities of this moment without needing to escape to another moment where things are different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so like, I think connecting um, to the ways that the, our beloved sevens, like are trying to experience so much of what the world has to offer so much of what life has to offer. Um, while, um, asking them to stay grounded with us, um, in the present moment and like what is available in this moment and all of the possibilities of this moment. Yeah. Um, some of us really need to dream a little bit with our sevens Mm -hmm. and like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, let them be ridiculous and, (laughs) and full of ideas and, and not have to plan them out, not have to, um, you know, uh, to have it be reasonable and planned out. Yeah. Um, and not not assume they want to actually do all of these things (laughs) that they have ideas about, um, and, and sort of hone that communication skill, right? Mm -hmm. Like, are you telling me this? Cause you, it's like, do you want to do this or like, are we, are we we planning? Right. Yeah. Are we dreaming right now? You know, what's this about? And I think making room for that without those of us who really are very practical and want to do the thing we're talking about, like make some room for dreaming um that can be a really beautiful way to connect to type seven so we have um a type seven with us today to chat a little bit about that personality type and it is my friend ryan walton Ryan is a former pastor. He's a dad of two, and he now blogs at daringtodad.com. Hey, Ryan. Hello. Thanks for having me. 
Well, thanks for joining us. So yeah. I was not super surprised to find that you were a seven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, but walk us through, you know, how did you become familiar with the Enneagram? How did you find out your type? Tell us about that journey. Yeah. So, um, I would say 2008 was the year, um, I got, I was, um, really involved with the church at the time and just, you know, really interested in personal development and growth. And I kind of came at the Enneagram through those lenses, kind of, um, through faith lenses, which I know is not how everyone um, comes to know the Enneagram, but that's kind of what my introduction, um, I, I, you know, in, because uh, I've been working in the professional world, kind of the corporate world, you know, we had done like the Myers-Briggs and the Strength Finders, but nothing really got, I felt like to the root and to like the mm. real deep issues of, of myself, like the Enneagram did, um, you know, and I had been tra- trained in all these other um, kind of personality, I'm using air quotes right now, internet, <laughs> um, personality tests, um, but nothing I felt like struck uh, me like the Enneagram did and how it really read me and got to really the motivation of why I did what I did and why I behaved how I behaved. So that was my introduction to it. That's interesting. So you take the test, you find out you're a seven, you read the description. Mm -hmm. How did you feel? It was interesting. You know, I tested really high for both seven and two. And at at the beginning I really struggled and uh, I read something um, that said, you know, if you test out really high in two things, you're not quite sure, read the descriptions. And the one that makes you the most uncomfortable, that's probably <laughs> it for you. Yeah. And so that was it for me with the sevens and and not and kind of, you know, looking at um really where the struggle is, where the vices are, um, it, where for me as a seven, that um that desire to avoid pain. And to avoid um, sitting mm-hmm. in that, and we covered up with all different sorts of things, and um, mm-hmm. so that was really it. So I, I test that really high for both, um, but it, it, you know, neither one really shocked me. But the seven definitely was the one after I went back and evaluated it was spot on. And you know, when you look at the personality traits of the seven, I mean, what are the ones that resonate the most with you when you, you know, kind of read about what that looks like? What made you go, yeah, that's me? Um, I think my wife would say this if you know she was listening to this and a part of this interview. Um, there's something with sevens that we have where there is this kind of need for for just this constant joy. And at the same time, like we don't know where to like land or put ourselves. Like I have, Mm. I know so clearly about the things that I care about and the things that I want for myself and for the world and for my children, but I have no idea like where to sit in the room. Like there's like five Mm. different places I could sit on that bus, you know? And um, that struggle of just, you know, I get into something and then you feel that, that constant itch. And um, a lot of times for other people um, that are close, it feels like dissatisfaction and everything, but it's really just this desire to try all these things and experience all this stuff. And I think the, that really struck with me the most. Um, and you know, I, um, the fact that, you know, the, 
the trying to cover up of some of those, you know, I know that I've had a really rough day if like I get home and there's a bunch of like candy wrappers in my lunch bag <laughs> because <laughs> if you know my my solution for like okay I'm I'm feeling stressed out at the moment or I'm just I'm not feeling great about what I'm doing but I'm gonna go to a vice you know right. I look for these small moments of joy to kind of cover up and that really I'm like oh my gosh that is incredibly me yeah um, so those th- that was that was the one thing that those are the things that stuck out the most yeah. Sevens are, you know, at the core, they're hedonists a bit. Yeah. And, you know, at best, they're joyful and life affirming. And at worst, they're addictive and avoidant. Yes. <laughs> How and do you, you find know, those to play out for yourself? Yeah. It's just, you know, I read and even um, kind of talking to other sevens. I know a lot of sevens will struggle with, um, like compulsive shopping and money management. Um, mm-hmm. a lot, like a lot of times it's like weight addictions and things like that. Um, which actually is not me. It's funny. Like I'm really frugal with money. Um, I definitely have like a massive sugar addiction. That is actually a problem for me. Um, <laughs> not necessarily like, fortunately, like, you know, genetics, I don't have like a, a weight problem, but I can see how like, yeah, I, I really could, um, if I let that go. Um, but yeah, definitely. There's things. Um, I, I think one of the things I'm definitely as addicted to is, is connection. Mm. So I find myself really, even as a, a more introverted person, addicted to that connection with people. Um, it, uh, more kind of you know deep friendships and um, those kind of intimate connections. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sometimes where I find some of my vices. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are some of those pieces. That's how it plays out for me. That's interesting. Yeah, I have another good friend who is high on both seven and two. And and I see where that those that combination of really wanting connection, but also wanting to avoid things can kind of go haywire. Yes, absolutely. In looking to other people for fulfillment or mm-hmm. or for distraction. Yeah. It's interesting. My my dad is a seven. Mm. And it's really interesting. Like one of the, and one of the descriptions of the sevens you also fought often find is like if they could like they'd want to live at disneyland yes and so which is totally true like my dad's this huge disney fanatic and i'm like oh my gosh this is so funny but even like it's so having even someone else in the family especially like my, my, my father seeing some of that in ourselves and that's that's led to some interesting conversations um but yeah, I mean, on the other side, and I tend, you know, it's, I think the, the Enneagram is good because it forces us to kind of look at that false self that we, um, that we buy into, but also, you know, there is that element of it that says, hey, what, what is good about this? What is great? And I think it's been good to have, um, to look at some sevens who at least I feel like are um, really integrated. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, for me, um, there's a guy I listen to a lot and kind of been a mentor of mine for 15 plus years. His name is Rob Bell. He's a seven. Um, oh, I did not know Rob Bell was a seven. That's yeah, totally seven. But it kind of like makes sense, right? He's like Mr. Like dynamic and he gets out there and yeah. does his thing. And, but, you know, there's, there's kind of, a, there's a, um, a patience to, to him um, yes. and knowing when to pull back and knowing when to retreat, when to sit in it. And I just, so having that to look to and saying, okay, it is possible. <laughs> there is that sense, um, yes. that, that balance that can exist. And that's, that's been helpful as well. You know, it's interesting because I'm, I'm a three, but Uh I score pretty high on seven. It's definitely a very close second for me. Uh Um, but they're kind of at odds with each other because I, 
I value productivity over anything else. Mm -hmm. And so I struggle with that balance between like really wanting to be productive, but then also the seven in me really wanting to have fun. And so as a result, I have often paired myself with sevens, um, both romantically and my best friends have always been sevens Uh because I, I like being around sevens. They're fun. They're dynamic. They want to do something cool. They want new and you know, invigorating experiences and they want to travel and see the world. And I like getting caught up in that. But Uh I've also had some close friends who are seven say that they almost feel like they're the circus monkey sometimes, like they are everyone else's good time. Have you experienced that before? Interesting. I I don't, it's funny, and, and, and this is another side of my personality. I'm not like a real like, hey, let's go out tonight. Let's like the center of attention, like party guy. Um, it's always manifests itself for me in, um, you know, I was always a kind of ringleader, bringing people together around some new idea or some new uh, venture or some new innovation. Project. Yes. Yeah. Like the way it plays out for me, like it, like my job, like I work for um, a large corporation and do a lot of like content and social media strategy is mm-hmm. like, I'm the guy who you want to kick off a project with. I'm the guy like you bring yeah. me in and like, I'm like crank the wheel on some new initiative. Like I can be like that massive cheerleader, cheerleader up front. But then I'm like, okay, guys, cool. Have fun with that. I'm going to go on to something else. now. <laughs> right. Um, so like, I'm really good at like the first like 20% of like this new project or new thing. And that was always kind of me is like, Hey, I want to really, um, I'm going to get this new project, this new idea off the ground or, Hey, I'm going to start this like organization or, you know, how it was for me here in Sacramento. Hey, I'm going to start this church. I'm going to get this thing off the ground and boom, it lifts off and yay. Everyone gets around it. Everyone has lots of fun. And then the follow through is just struggle for me. It's painful. Um, so that's more how it's played out for me versus like necessarily, I think in the social space being, that's interesting being in like, you know, either the life of the party or things like that. Like even, I mean, these days, you know, 36 to two kids and like best plans are canceled plans for me. So I'm good. I'm good here. Well, um, maybe that's the difference between an extroverted and an introverted seven. Yeah. Cause yeah, you're more introverted. Be. Yes. I'm def- I definitely am. Okay. That makes sense. But I can turn it on. I mean, all my stuff, my whole life has been like kind of this platform, like, you know, churches and things like that and music kind of like you, mm-hmm. like I would, step up on stage and sing and do the, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But then I'm just exhausted after and I go back and crash. Yeah. Um, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I get that. I get that. Yeah. It's a weird thing when you're, when you're introverted and yet you're okay with a public life. It's super yes. confusing for people. It throws people for loops all over the place. Well, yeah. And then when you have your introversion crash, you come off as aloof or moody. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, well, wait, you were just like the life of the party a second ago, or you were just mm-hmm. on a stage, and now you can't handle. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, one of the things I'm even learning right now, as far as sevens go on the enneagram, um, is that I think a lot of people think that sevens are led and just all hearts and all feeling. Hmm. When actually, I think it's more um, headspace than it is heart space. Um, I think it's heads. I think it's more headspace, you know, when it comes to thinking about um, uh, pain and uh, failure or suffering. Hmm. Um, And it's more, I think, more of a mental space that we like are trying to move those things away. 
Yes, uh, um, that makes sense. And so it, 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 so yeah, very much. I can be. Um, my wife would say all the time, like I'm just very, even, very much in my head. Even though sevens are thinking, oh yeah, well, life at the party, you just need to be big, uh, this big feeler. And yes, I do. But I think so much, so much of my sevenness is happens in my head versus my heart. Um, you know, so that makes I, a lot of sense to me too, because I was in a very long relationship, close relationship uh-huh. with a seven. And my experience was a constant pushing away from any feelings, whether it be uh-huh. my feelings or their feelings, just like, uh-huh. I don't want anyone's feelings getting on me. Like, I just want to have a good time. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually probably more okay you know, as a seven with others than, than my own, um, much better mm. at giving advice than taking it myself of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, definitely the close people, um, you know, I'm married to a six, which I'm, I'm sure every like number combination claims this, but I'm just claiming it right here. I think might be the hardest two number combinations. <laughs> in a, in I a marriage see relation. that. I could see because, that being difficult. Because sixes, they, what do they want? They're like, hey, I, I want to know that I'm safe. I want to know that I'm in this this place. And sevens are like, I'm bouncing all over the place. Like it's I'm security like the, versus novelty. Yes. I'm like, I'm bouncing all over looking for these experiences and dynamic. And it's like, no, I just want to know that like, you know, this, this is a safe place. And um, it, that's really, really challenging. Um, and, you know, for her to always feel like, oh gosh, you're just you're so dissatisfied with everything when really for me, it's just, it's about freedom and about those experiences and moving from one thing to the next and finding, I, I want to find that sense of like purpose and satisfaction with my life. And it's like, why can't you just like sit still and find that right here? <laughs> you know? And so, um, yeah. that, that's a, that's a definitely a challenge in that dynamic. Absolutely. And that's, you know, one of the challenges of any relationship is that differentiation where you get to keep seeking the novelty and she gets to seek the security. And then it's like almost giving permission that those things can happen parallel to each other. Yes. It's hard. Yeah. And to know that, hey, at the end of the day, I'm a safe person. This is a safe space. My love is safe. All I mean, those are like constant reminders and verbiage in our house. So um, it's really, really important. You know, when you look at life as a seven, what does healthy, what does this healthy seven look like for you? You know, when you're in your sweet spot there with your personality. Knowing where home base is and Hmm. rooting myself there. Um, Knowing that like, you know, my, my wife, my my two kids, that's where I can, um, that's where I look for that excitement, that satisfaction that come home to that. Um, that's, that's number one. It's been huge for me. And also like, um, and my mentor, Mark, who kind of introduced me to the Enneagram initially, um, you know, when early on when I was bouncing all over the place, he just sat me down and he's like, look, you know, this is like, um, this like mid twenties, Ryan, he's like, you need to find something to do and you need to commit to doing it for the next five years. Like, just tell yourself that mm. you need to do this for the next five years. Um, and uh, it was so good for me. I, I, I followed his advice. I did that. And I worked for somewhere for five years and it was incredibly fulfilling. Um, so I, I think for me, it's being able to um, not just be like a leaf in the wind when it comes to adversity, mm-hmm. um, to really stick it out, to surround myself with those people who um, are disciplined or sticking in there um, in the long haul. 
Um, you know, man, and you know this, I mean, you're, you're a therapist. I mean, just that, that practice of just being able to process that and just getting wisdom um, yeah. from someone who can work through some of those things uh, for seven, um, especially when it comes to maybe any addictions or um, those, those vices that we can so easily get pulled into, I think are incredibly important. Um, so yeah, yeah but I, I think at the end of the day, like healthiness is being like, um, I think sevens have the ability to bring this energy into a space, into a room, into a project or an organization that is contagious. Um, I see it like, yeah. you know, my dad is a seven. He's one of those guys who just like everybody just loves and Like he says, Hey, to people, he just brings such a smile to people's faces. Um, and I, I think sevens have the ability to bring that kind of energy and warmth and love yes. to, um, a yeah. group. Um, and, uh, I, that's, that's what I, that's what I want to be. I mean, first and foremost, obviously to my family and my kids, but obviously to my coworkers and neighbors as well. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And how, you know, how have you, how have you worked on that tendency to avoid or not sit with discomfort? You know, what does that look like for you? The practice of sitting in the hard stuff, even though your personality is saying run. Yes. Oh gosh. It's, it's a constant battle. Um, and you know, by me, it's like, I'll, I'll let you know when I figure it out. Um, but I think, um, practices of silence practices of being alone. Mm, that's good. Um, are, are good as well. I mean, just, um, you know, I, for me, the practice, you know, coming, coming from this faith background, prayer for me had just for a long time, just had so much baggage to it. And so many types of things. I, I just ignored that practice for a long time, just because I couldn't stomach it because of all the, the baggage that kind of came from that for me. And but I think in mm-hmm. recent times, I've kind of come back to more meditation practices that focus on just stillness and um, looking inward. Um, and because in, in those moments, you can't, you know, reach for all these other things. You can't reach for all these other things or find that person that, that find that connection that you're addicted to or find this or that. And those have been, those practices yeah. have been really helpful for me. Um, and just really, um, I, I'm fortunate, you know, I think, and just obviously the most influential relationship in my life being, being my wife is someone who just doesn't really let me off the hook either. So I think it's important to surround myself with people who don't let me off the hook and say, Hey, we, let's talk about these things. Let's talk about what's going on. Yeah. Having those relationships that I can trust and um, who can call me out on my BS um, when it gets to that point. Absolutely. So for our listeners who, you know, are not sevens, I mean, what are, you know, one or a couple things that you wish people really understood about sevens that maybe, you know, a misconception about sevens that you would want to clear up? Yeah, that I would say that, um, you know, it's really easy to pin a someone who's a seven and someone who's flaky or just really doesn't know where um, to, to, to put their heart. Um, and that's because they want, they want to give their heart to everything. <laughs> we want to give our hearts to the world. Um, and it's, and it comes from a place of wanting to, to be free, to want freedom for yeah. ourselves, freedom for others. Um, and I think sometimes you can come across as dissatisfaction that that's really not what it is. Um, it really comes from this heart of wanting to, um, share that energy and that joy that we have, um, with other people. That's, that, that's at the heart of it. 
Totally. So I think with all the numbers, we have to kind of, with all the kind of different types, you have to see through sometimes those, um, some of those behaviors to the heart of what it is. And that's, that, I think that's what it's about with the seven. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then what, what words of advice would you have for people, you know, who are sevens, maybe newly looking at this stuff? Um, you know, how would you, how would you advise your fellow sevens? Yeah. Um, like be where you are, you know, I mean, I, I, wherever, wherever you're at, um, that job, that, um, that, that place, like, you know, seasons come and seasons go, but I think sitting in stuff, um, and not jumping ship, um, too quickly, obviously there's situations that, 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 that needs to take place. But, um, like going back to my friend, that advice I got to, Hey, find some place and sit in it for a while. Like just commit to like a year, two years, like find, like make a commitment to a, like a certain length of time mm. of something and like stick to that, like <laughs> as much as you can. I, I have found that doing that has been incredibly helpful for me and, and cause it forces me to get through that stuff to that end goal, um, has been really, really helpful. Um, and yeah, um, if you're in a place where you have um, addictions or vices that are um, really, really beginning to impact your life and the people around you and deteriorating that quality of life, please, please, please talk to someone, get help um, and work to begin to manage those addictions because they can be incredibly painful. Um, and um, I think that's that's going to be really important as well. I'm really glad you brought that up because I think, you know, I think one of the reasons that sevens are prone to addiction and there are other personality types that are, but, you know, I, I used to teach on addiction. Um, and one of the def working definitions I often used was that an addiction is replacing negative feelings with a process or substance. And, you know, it's really that inability to sit in negative feelings that can sometimes push a seven to find anything that they can pop into that place, whether it be, you know, the rush of pornography, the, um, you know, the chill of marijuana, whatever it is, it's yeah. like when those feelings crop up, I'm going to find anything in my arsenal to avoid those negative feelings. And, uh -huh. Um, it does. It makes it makes people with this personality type very susceptible. Totally. And it wasn't until I hit you know some rock bottom in some areas of my life that I had to wake up to some of that. Um, and unfortunately, that's how a lot of us might <laughs> like. That's the road for some of us is that. Um, and I, I think sometimes the environment also is is huge. I mean the. Um, environment I was in, I think growing up, uh, as far as my evangelical circles fueled the seven in a negative way, you know, the, the spotlight mm. we put on people who are up front, um, yeah. you know, like, like the easiest place to hide in church is like on a stage. Wow. And it was like, I'm like, and so I could, and so that hit of being like someone that everyone was looking to like, Oh my gosh, you're awesome. This and that. And you're up there. Oh my gosh. Hit, 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 hit. And I could hide all day long, um, in that stuff. And so I think also some environments are more susceptible to like really unhealthy sevens. Um, mm -hmm. and that was, that was the, that was the case for me. Um, and I could uh, totally so I, see that. Yeah. 
And I can see where it's like chicken and the egg scenario too, because I think sevens are drawn to public roles, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in the church, um, on stage, you know, kind of celebrity politics, um, all of those environments that give a lot of hits of something new and novel are where sevens tend to gravitate. Yes. So I, so I think environment too, you knowing what environments you're in, are they fueling, you know, some of these things are not, are they helping? And yeah, so that was, I think that was a big part of it for me and, and never really having in that situation, never really forced to own up to like that darkness that I knew was there. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. I like, like I was referred to earlier in that time until I walked away from that and let that go. And I was just left with myself and I didn't have that weekly hit of all those, you know, um, accolades and all those different things that were going on until it was like on my own and left with myself that I had to really force on wow. oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to have yeah. to take that, like, I'm going to have to take that path I don't want and I'm going to have mm-hmm. to start looking inward. I'm going to have to start facing that darkness. And that was just a wreck of a time. Um, and, um, so I think now to just being in a place and knowing, um, I think really, uh, you know, establishing really healthy boundaries, um, boundaries are huge. I think for sevens, um, relational boundaries, food boundaries, whatever they are, um, are always really, really, really helpful. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I find seven so fascinating because the, you know, the positives of seven are so bright and amazing mm-hmm. and fun. And the negatives are so, you know, they could be so dark. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I really enjoy being around sevens. I think that they're, they are fun. They're, they're bright again, like that whole life affirming thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for, especially for those of us who are prone to sitting in anxiety, sitting in worry, you know, sitting in, um, feeling like we have to keep doing, doing, doing sevens mm-hmm. can really be more present in their own life in some ways. Absolutely. And then especially when you're meeting people for the first time, I think you're always going to get a little bit of a buzz. Um, when you, when you meet a seven or they're at that scene that they're going to be in like, yeah. you know, we, we have the ability for both like hyper focus on something and then like also just massive scatterbrain about everything. Um, so yeah, I think you're, you, as a, relationally, I think sevens can be incredibly engaging. Um, they're going to re- remember your name. They're going to look you right in the eye. They're going to be, mm-hmm. I think incredibly dynamic. Um, and you're going to re- remember them. I think that's a gift that sevens have, um, for sure. I think there's a lot of real positive sides, um, to it. Um, and I think that that's really what, where I try to focus on in, in, in the healthiest way possible. Yeah. That's good. Absolutely. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. This was incredibly insightful and helpful to help us understand sevens better. Absolutely. It's so good to reconnect with you, to hear your voice again and talk. So thanks for doing this. It's, it's, uh, it's awesome. Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at, at selfie podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash selfie podcast. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. A huge thanks to Shepherd Audio for our intro music. Take care.